MSW Media. News with swearing. Daily beans, daily beans. Daily beans, daily beans. Hello and welcome to the Daily Beans for Tuesday, March 10th, 2020. Today, a global economic problem is compounded by coronavirus. Mini Super Tuesday is upon us. A Trump organization breaks the law again. Deep fake videos are starting to make the rounds. Ted Cruz has self-quarantined. And a lot of good news to balance everything out. I'm your host, AG, and with me today is Amanda Reader. Hello. Jordan is driving to L.A., or I think she actually just got there. Yeah. Because uh, we're going to be um, recording in studio in L.A. at Starburns tomorrow with Amy Carrero. She's oh, coming nice. back to join us. Very so, exciting. Yes, I'll be very happy to have her on. And we're going to take some video. Mm-hmm. So um, this might not be the onesie video week for mm-hmm. our patrons, but because I should probably wear clothes. You know, it is a bigger studio with other people working there. Maybe regular clothes. I mean, Maybe a onesie. Fuck them. I mean, the onesie is actually very modest when you think about it. <laughs> It is far more modest than the yoga yeah. uh, athleisure wear that I generally don. I don't know how I would ever move back to a city where people dress more professionally. I love <laughs> athleisure wear now. I I haven't seen any place in the United States that's like that. I think it's most like a London thing. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I worked I, I worked in like agencies and stuff in London where you had to be like business cash a lot. But even like I, I know that Joelle would tell me stories like mm-hmm. she'd go out to the Tesco wearing a sundress and you'd be like, you, you need to dress. And she's <laughs> yes. like, go to the Tesco. <laughs> You'll get covered in, in soot. Yeah, I think that's probably what it is. I think <laughs> that's why people wear more clothes in New York City as well. Yep. Um, Except for when it's disgustingly hot and smells like garbage in August. Oh. Mm. Sorry, New York. You're amazing. Other than when it smells like garbage. Yeah, that's not good. Um, <laughs> yes, but I do love mm-hmm. New York. Yes, me too. In June. How about you? So uh, we have a lot to go over today. Um, today was pretty manic in the markets, and we're going to talk about that. We're going to talk about um, what's going on with the you know mini Super Tuesday coming up. There's some brand new polls out, and. Um, God, and, you know, like I said, Trump, a Trump organization is breaking the law again. And I have to really hand it to the Citizens for Responsibility and Ethics in Washington. They're mm-hmm. on top of stuff. Yeah. Uh, I, I, I've been meaning to look up how many people work at that organization. Um, I, I personally know a few, uh, but, man, they're doing such good work. And, and also to the essential you know, work. High five to the to the journalists um, mm-hmm. doing all the FOIA requests. So anyhow, we're going to get to all that and more. Uh, right now, let's say the hot notes. Hot notes. All right, so I woke up on the West Coast. We woke up on the West Coast because mm-hmm. we live here uh, this morning to a huge stock market sell-off that, that we did see coming uh, over the weekend when futures were trading below circuit breaker levels. Uh, I've gotten a lot of questions about what circuit breakers are and what is causing the plunge toward a bear market and what a bear market is and what a bull market is. Um, we're only about 2% away from a bear market after the closing today. So let's define a few terms here before we get started. Mm-hmm. First is the term circuit breaker. Circuit breaker points represent the thresholds at which trading is halted market-wide um, for single-day declines in the S&P 500 index only. Uh, as circuit breakers halt trading on the nation's stock markets during dramatic drops and are set at 7%, 13%, and 20% of the closing price from the previous day. And it's just like I said, just the S&P 500. Uh, These are put into place to prevent panic sell-offs 
to give traders like a cooling down period of 15 minutes to chill out for a second uh, before they reopen trading. So they're sitting there and they're panicking. They're screaming, sell, sell, because they don't want to lose all their money, right? They're out there panicking right now. I can feel it. They're out there. They're panicking. Look at them. So we hit the first circuit breaker. I got up. I set an alarm uh, for 630 because markets open at 930 in New York. <laughs> Because I wanted to see what was going to happen because I know Nikkei was, uh, you know, the futures were down 5% and they were below circuit circuit breaker levels. Um, and the, so they like, they shut off futures uh, at a certain point too. Mm-hmm. And so I, I got up and I watched and we hit the circuit breaker uh, on the S&P 500 three minutes after the opening bell. Wow. This was the third worst opening since the 2008 crash under George W. Bush. And before that, it was... The crash after 9-11, also on GW's watch. Mm-hmm. Uh, but even after that circuit breaker and the 15-minute breather, things kept tanking, including the bond market, which waved a big red flag to investors indicating they're concerned about a global recession with every single yield falling below 1% for the first time in American history. A yield is the rate of return in, in percentage mm-hmm. on a, a two-year T-note, one-year T-note, um, five-year, two-year, ten-year, and, and and a 30-year T-note as well. Uh, and so this was the first time in American history that every single T-note uh, yield uh, on the T-note fell below 1%. Um, that means, like I said, at the return on the two, five, ten, and 30-year T-notes, all of them dipped below 1% for the first time. And by the end of the day, the Dow was down over 2,000 points, which is the single biggest drop in a day in history in history yep wow um so that's that's what a circuit breaker is now so what is a bear in a bull market ironically today is the 11th anniversary of the bull market the opposite of a bull market is a bear market uh, which is characterized by falling prices and typically shrouded in pessimism a bull is optimism and prices going up a bull thrusts its horns up into the air while, while a bear swipes down Um, And these actions are metaphors for the movement of the market. If the trend is up, it's a bull market. We consider it a bear market when the S&P drops 20% from the 52-week high, from the the highest it's been in the previous 52 weeks. Uh, Last week, we talked about we are in correction territory Mm -hmm. now. Correction market is a 10% drop from the 52-week high. uh, And we're at 18% after today. We're just 2% from a bear market. That's pretty close. Yeah, it's very close. We need the entire thing you just did animated in a YouTube video, <laughs> you know, to explain this to the demon. Yeah, like a like yep. a schoolhouse rock thing. Absolutely. So, add on top of that, we had oil prices plunging. Um, Flights are cheap everywhere right now. To yeah, <laughs> if you can get one because of coronavirus. But at one point, down thirty percent. Uh, the oil markets and, and ended about 24% today. That's the biggest drop since the Gulf War in 1991. And and this drop is due to an OPEC deal uh, failing as tensions between Russia and Saudi Arabia escalate over fears of a price war. And in fact, it's not fears of a price war anymore. It is a price mm-hmm. war. Um, couple that with the uncertainty over the impact of the, the you know coronavirus will have and is having on the global economy. And and a lot of people are asking, like, why is it having such a big impact on global economy? Mm-hmm. First is travel, the yep. travel and indus- travel and tourism industry, which is huge right now. Hugely impacted. And and then we talk about tech stocks, but also uh, we need to talk about what's called global supply chain. Mm-hmm. Uh, for example, things made in China. So yep. if, if I'm over here manufacturing uh, a Takata airbag, for example, mm-hmm. 
and it's got 182 parts and four of them come from China, I can't assemble my airbags. Mm -hmm. So a lot of things that are manufactured, and I understand that a lot of our manufacturing jobs have gone overseas anyway Mm -hmm. or been automated. But, you know, our manufacturing has been going up a little bit mm-hmm. over the last couple of years. But any if anything that you manufacture has a part made in China, you are not going to be able to manufacture that. You're going to lose money. That's going to impact the supply chain. And it's not just us. It's global. Yep, absolutely. And again, tech stocks and travel stocks. Planes are flying empty right now, like mm-hmm. you said. Uh, events also. Events. Huge events are being canceled and people are losing tons of money. Yep. Um, and, and interestingly, uh, I think... On Alaska Airlines right now, flights to round trip flights to Hawaii are less than two hundred bucks. Wow, um, it's pretty insane. And that would be neat. We could all travel if they weren't canceling flights due to coronavirus. Yep. But that's why the planes are empty is because of coronavirus. And speaking of coronavirus impacting the market, CNN has started using the term pandemic today. Yeah, to describe COVID nineteen. Uh, the criteria, in case you were wondering, for a pandemic, if you're curious, is that first, it has to cause illness or death, check. Second, it's shown sustained person-to-person transmission, check. And three, there's evidence of spread throughout the world. I think everyone was waiting on number two. Um, there are now more than 100,000 cases in the world, nearly, I think, 3,800, almost 4,000 dead, 600 cases in the U.S. I think it's up over 700 as, as this hour just passed. Mm. Um, We are concerned with whether our hospitals can handle the surge. And according to Dr. Sanjay Gupta, in a a moderate scenario, if this is a moderate problem, 38 million people will need medical care in the United States, 1 million will need hospitalization, and 200,000 will need intensive care unit hospitalization. Here in the U.S., we have about 100,000 ICU beds. That's half. Mm -hmm. um, Half of what we need. And here we have about 62,000 ventilators. And in the moderate scenario, we would need 64,000. We have, t- have 10,000 on reserve, I think. Now, a very, sen- a very severe scenario um, puts us at 9.6 million hospitalizations with 2.9 million needing ICU and about half a million ventilators. So we are woefully underprepared even mm-hmm. for the moderate scenario. Uh, and that is the uncertainty, and that's kind of what everybody's freaking out about. Yep. And then, of course, we got the cruise ship that's been sitting off the California coast because Trump didn't want to hurt his numbers. Uh, but we watched that dock live today in mm-hmm. uh, Oakland. Yeah. And all the passengers, 21 of which have tested positive for the coronavirus, will all be quarantined. Oh, uh, some of them here in San Diego. Quarantined here in um, San Diego? At Miramar. Oh, really? Interesting. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they're like flying them from the Bay Area down to San Diego. Oh, cool. So let's trans- transport them more. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Why couldn't they have just docked here? Okay. Yeah, I don't know. But I saw that. I saw. I was watching the local San Diego news this morning, and they were saying that a bunch of the people who were on that cruise ship docked in Oakland are now going to be transported to Miramar down here in San Diego. I wonder if the feds are handling that, FEMA, or if CDC is handling that, or if California is handling that. I don't know. I hope it's California. And uh, speaking of quarantine, Ted Cruz has quarantined himself inside of his house as a Republican, and as has a Republican rep from Arizona. Uh, but I'm sure it's just a hoax, yeah. And now uh, Doug Collins has self-quarantined. He's the really angry guy from the impeachment hearings. Mm-hmm. Uh, after someone shared a picture of him shaking hands with the person from CPAC, known to be infected. That's CPAC patient zero, basically. Yep. Uh, and so CPAC contacted Doug Collins. I guess they're finding all the photographs. Maybe they're like using face you know, recognition software mm-hmm. to search every photograph with this guy and just contacting everybody he touched or she. 
Um, Walter Schaub shook hands with the CPAC patient zero and then shook hands with Trump the same day. Doug Collins shook hand shook hands with and toured the CDC facility in Atlanta with Trump on Friday. Oh my God! So that's interesting. Um, South by Southwest has been canceled. Wow, that happened today. Uh, and the NBA has said they're going to start playing games with no fans. Wow, which is going to be surreal to yeah. watch. Yeah, it's going to be a lot of squeaks and no silence. People. Yeah, grunts maybe. I think- there's been also other events canceled. I think Ireland canceled all of its St. Patrick's Day parades. And um, there's been a lot of like high profile sports games canceled all over Europe. And it's just everything's kind of grinding to a halt. And but the question is, you know, how realistically can we contain this? No, no. Right. No. So. No, you can't contain it. Right. You just exactly. have to let it go. Let, not let it go. But, you know, do your best to prevent it with, yeah. you know, hand washing and simple, you know, common sense solutions. Yeah. So it's like, how long do we cancel these things for? Right. What's I the timeline? And, and and unfortunately, because of the muzzling of the CDC mm-hmm. and, and the controlled message uh, through, you know, Pence and Mother, we don't know uh, how many cases we actually have here mm-hmm. in this country or what our actual death rate is. Um, there is a website called isitcanceledyet.com, which is, I'll warn you, it's funny, but it's also informative. Uh, if you go there, it, it it's just huge, and you scroll through, and it's like, um, you know, it'll say Google, yes, uh, South by Southwest, yes. Oh wow, life in the age of coronavirus, <laughs> an updated calendar of events, and um, well, is did you spell canceled with one L? No, two L's. Spell it with one L. Oh, okay. It's a way funnier website. Okay, and uh, they say Coachella. Unfortunately, no, that's not canceled yet. <laughs> um. It's just, it kind of gives you, I don't think they've updated it since March 6th, but uh, I I got a kick out of that website. I shouldn't, you know, I mean, if we don't laugh, we'll cry, right? So that's sort of what's mm-hmm. going on um, with the coronavirus. There is, as we're speaking right now, a, a press conference we'll cover in tomorrow's uh, Beans mm-hmm. with uh, Pence. Although I think as soon as I was stepping away, they were replacing the vice presidential seal with the presidential seal. So I think Trump might actually speak. Uh, but we'll, you know, we'll carry the coverage of that for you tomorrow. Maybe even have some clips. Mm. Um, I'm expecting uh, Pence will hand out more information on how to wash your hands. Um, but that's that's what's going on with this thing. Yeah, I, I'm. If you guys have any interesting stories from your communities about what's happening with the coronavirus, let us know. Tweet at us. Link us to link us to interesting stories that you think we should know about when it comes to this. Yeah, we'd love to know. Also, any personal. Um, yeah. involvement or absolutely things that you've seen or noticed yeah um, there's so much noise out there it's hard to know where to look when you're looking for stories about this yeah so it's true yeah um i'm curious i'm curious as to the impact of you know listeners lives i'm sure there has been some yeah there yeah has to be right absolutely yeah let us know hit us up uh, on twitter at daily beans pod and uh, or if you're a patron um shoot us a message on on patreon or, or post on mm-hmm. the patreon page yeah Uh, We do have more news coming up, including Super Tuesday, mini Super Tuesday prep right after this break. So stay with us. After these messages, we'll be right back. 
Hey everybody, it's AG, and this episode of Daily Beans is brought to you by BetterHelp. Is there something that's interfering with your happiness or preventing you from achieving your goals? Everyone can use some help from time to time. Personally, I have a lot of anxiety and PTSD from being a veteran, and I think seeking help is the smartest thing that I could could do and have done. So I recommend trying BetterHelp, because BetterHelp will assess your needs and match you with your own licensed professional therapist. You can start communicating in under 24 hours. It's not a crisis line. Uh, it's not self-help. It's professional counseling done securely online. There's a broad range of expertise in BetterHelp's counselor network, which is available worldwide. Um, and that's really helpful because a lot of, st- you know, sometimes you're in a, a, a rural area and uh, yeah, that kind of help might not be available where you live. But you can log on to your account anytime, so it's super convenient. You'll get timely and thoughtful responses. Plus, you can schedule weekly video or phone sessions so you won't ever have to sit in an uncomfortable waiting room. I hate that. BetterHelp is committed to facilitating great therapeutic matches, so they make it easy and free to change counselors if needed. It's more affordable than traditional offline counseling, and financial aid is available. BetterHelp wants you to start living a happier life today, so check out their website for testimonials uh, like this one from BetterHelp user CH, who says of her counselor, Mary is very kind, patient, and understanding. I've never had a counselor I've felt more comfortable sharing with and who makes me feel heard without judgment. If you need someone to talk to and listen to you with compassion, I can't recommend her enough. So visit BetterHelp.com slash Daily Beans. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P, and join the over 700,000 people taking charge of their mental health with the help of an experienced professional. Special offer for Daily Beans listeners. Get 10% off your first month at BetterHelp.com slash Daily Beans. All right, everybody, welcome back. A few more quick coronavirus stories. Uh, The prime minister of Italy has called for a complete lockdown, uh, just heard about this, of the entire country which has a population of about 60 million people. We have 330, 340 million here in the United States. Mm -hmm. So that's, you know, uh, we have about five times as many, but that's a considerable population, maybe six times as many. sure is. Uh, And so I guess that means they have to stay in their homes. They can't travel. No one can come in. No one can go out. Yeah, it says uh, there's a ban on public gatherings for the entire country, and people are only permitted to travel for work or family emergencies. Um. I'm trying to see what else is happening here. That's all I know right now. But um, I'm assuming it basically means that you, you know, you're only allowed to go between family members and friends' houses and going out to do your errands. But yeah, I don't know. And that's even if like the shop owners and store owners have kept things open. There's a lot of real like rural areas out Mm -hmm. there and um, countryside type situations Mm -hmm. where, you know, if you don't have a bunch of food, reminds me, I should just get, get a giant bag of rice or something apparently uh campbell's soup stocks are through the roof right now oh because mm. people are stocking up on canned goods soup is good food it is yeah but apparently like like the kind of food that you can keep long-term food that all that kind of yeah. stuff non-perishable yep yeah i love campbell's soup yeah it's comfort. i like that commercial they put out with i think it was two dads or two moms and somebody tweeted like how dare you push the gay agenda on us campbell's and Campbell's tweeted back something like, hey, you know what? You could use some chicken noodle soup to warm your cold, dead heart oh or something God. like that. It was just really fantastic. Ever that. since that, I was like, I love you guys. Mm-hmm. Um, and one other quick story, the CDC is now using a company for coronavirus test kits that Trump previously owned stock in. And he has yet to give any explanation as to why he refused to use kits provided by the World Health Organization in February. Upon accessing Trump's financial disclosures from 2018 to 2019, Amy Vanderpool, who I follow on Twitter, Mm -hmm. found there are no current investments in Thermo Fisher Scientific, but there are still some issues to be concerned about. For example, the report only goes up to May 2019, so any new acquisitions would not be listed. And there are still trust accounts listed that don't detail the nature of their holdings. So uh, it's just interesting that Mm -hmm. 
one of the companies that they're, that they're using for private to, mm-hmm. to privately make test kits that had previously had stock owned by Trump. Did you hear him call the the tests beautiful? Yeah, perfect. They're perfect. Beautiful tests. It's yeah. really weird to call it a, a test for a global pandemic beautiful. Uh, I mean, unless, you know, you own stock. <laughs> <laughs> money. <laughs> Delicious money. Yeah, I waited till it crashed and then <laughs> bought a bunch and then... Also, did you? Uh, I know we're covering this in the beans tomorrow, but uh, so I won't say much. But did you hear uh, the reporters yelling at Trump? Like, did you get tested? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> as soon as he walked up there, yeah. And Mike and Pence he was didn't like, answer. Yeah, no. Pence was like, "We'll get you a direct answer on that." Yeah, he didn't even know. <laughs> no. And and he uh, he he has not been tested himself. The head of the whole thing has not been tested. Um. So that's interesting. Cool. Cool. All right, we got the coronavirus stuff out of the way. Uh, we got the stock market stuff wash out of hands. the way. Yes, please wash, wash your hands. hands. Uh, and when I make fun of, of Pence and his hand mm-hmm. washing stuff on Twitter, I'm not trying to downplay the importance of washing your hands. Mm-hmm. It's important to wash your hands. It's important to wash your hands. You, should, heard... always been, you should have always been washing your hands. You should have always been washing your hands. <laughs> talking to you dudes. Um, I've heard that washing your hands for the correct amount of time, you could sing the first couple uh, lines to Jolene by Dolly Parton in your head, and that's a good length. 20, 30 seconds. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Just do the do the chorus of Jolene. Mm. It's long enough. I sing entire Cure songs. Yeah, perfect. It really brings the mood up. What's your hand washing song, guys? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, what is your hand? Because I know my CPR song is "Staying Alive." Yeah, um, <laughs> it's got the right beats per minute. Oddly. Oh God! Uh, uh, what's your hand washing song? Let us know at Daily Beans Pod on Twitter. <laughs> All right, so Mini Super Tuesday gets underway in just a few hours, right? We've got another endorsement for Joe Biden this morning as Cory Booker threw his hat in the ring for Joe. Uh, but things are starting to get more sinister on social media. Mm. Scavino uh, and Trump's adult-sized children all shared a deep fake video. I don't know if it's deep fake, but uh, edited, manipulated video of Joe Biden. It was altered to make him look like he was senile and endorsing Donald Trump for president. The video was flagged as fake on Twitter, um, say, uh, meaning if you shared it, the tweet would say manipulated media warning. Uh, it's a very small warning. Mm. You can't really see it. Uh, the video, uh, it, after it had 20,000 uh, tweets and 1.6 million views, retweets and 1.6 million views. The video was the first widely shared test of the new policy Twitter implemented just on March 5th to label tweets that contain fake or synthetic media, ranging from edited videos to deep fakes. It took 18 hours for Twitter to apply the tag. Um, or the flag. And uh, Facebook didn't flag the video until the Biden campaign blasted them for, you know, not handling their shit. Mm. Uh, Then there, of course, was an Axios story circulating claiming Joe Biden was going to put Wall Street mogul Jamie Dimon in a cabinet position, which is also disinformation. So when you see disinformation online, call it out, whoever the candidate is. I've been doing this uh, for both sides um, because it's only going to get worse. And as you know, the Republican Senate has blocked all election protection funding bills. So it's literally going to have to be up to us Mm -hmm. to just make common sense decisions. If Mm -hmm. it's like Joe Biden voted for the Iraq war. okay, yeah. I mm-hmm. know that most of us know mm-hmm. our op- opposing candidates' problems. Mm-hmm. You know, if it's like uh, you know Biden has butt cancer and 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 you know lick Trump's wiener, then you can you know be like, hmm, hmm. I bet this is probably not real. Probably not. You know, probably not. No, but I mean, just apply common sense. Mm-hmm. Do, do you really think that you know Biden's going to hire Jamie Dimon? He's not. I think the thing is, too, is just to part of it's common sense for sure. But part of it's also just doing your homework. If you see if you this is true for me, too. I do this all the time. I see a headline that makes me really angry or I see a tweet that really, really makes me angry and I get worked up and I and it, it, it confirms my own bias about someone or it confirms an, an emotion that I'm feeling. 
And then it makes me spiral out. But what's been helpful to me lately, especially as I've been doing research for this show, is thinking, okay, this makes me upset. I'm going to do some research and can get some other sources for this. Okay. And that's the clue, right? Mm-hmm. If, if something upsets you, mm-hmm. it's probably designed to do that. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, and I know from taking a million stare, CBT, CBT, mm-hmm. CPT uh, classes for, you know, at the mm-hmm. VA for anxiety, that once you find the trigger about what makes you angry, you can recognize it as such and, and, and let it float past mm-hmm. you. And I think that if we would just take the time, like you said, and that's mm-hmm. such a brilliant strategy, yeah. something, you know, uh, where you immediately want to reply, like, fuck you, fuck you. Now, like sometimes maybe what you're seeing is true, but finding some other sources for rather than just the one headline and sharing it or being angry about it and not backing it up with any research, that's what they want you to do. <laughs> Yeah, and I I had tons of friends share, Mm -hmm. like friends of mine in Mm -hmm. life on social media, share that Joe Biden video. Mm -hmm. And, you know, and after me saying he's not senile, he's got a stutter, they're faking it, it's disinformation. Mm -hmm. No, you're just Russia crazy, Russia, Russia, Russia. Mm. Uh, And so, you know, uh, two two pieces of advice, read the fucking Mueller report, read volume one. I mean, <laughs> read it. And then number two, just like you said, Mandy, what a yeah. great way to think about that. If it if if it gives you the feels, if it if it makes you angry and you want to reply angry, mm-hmm. it it might it, it's probably designed to do that. Yeah, absolutely. You know? Yeah, I think like, look, sometimes we're going to read shit, especially for the next few months as this gets nastier, that is going to make you angry and it is based in fact. And then you can choose what to do with that. You can choose whether or not you want to offer the offer your opinion up to your social media community or whether you're going to process that a different way. But I would say, you know, a good 60 to 70 percent of the time, the things that you're reading that make you angry probably aren't totally factually correct or they are disingenuous or they're presented in a not, you know, in a, in a light that is much more negative than than it needs to be. Yeah, when I see something that's real, mm-hmm. my usual reaction is, oh, wow, mm-hmm. I wasn't aware of that. Right. Today I learned uh, one of the candidates voted for the crime bill who I thought hadn't voted for it. Mm-hmm. I, lo- I went, huh, I did not, I had no idea about that. I mm-hmm. looked it up, corroborated it, found the remarks, found mm-hmm. some video, found some, you know, found mm-hmm. a bunch of different stories, and then shared, hey, everybody, I didn't know this, mm-hmm. uh, and here's what's great. This candidate has renounced that and apologized for it. Mm-hmm. And isn't that cool that they can change their view over time? Mm-hmm. Yay. Mm-hmm. Um, that is a much different reaction than, you know. Fuck this person yeah. forever for the thing they did before. Right. Yeah. 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 <laughs> Fuck this person forever for the thing they did before. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, I do. I know exactly what you mean. Like, I, <laughs> like somebody will post a video yeah. of a... Warren and yeah. I'll be like from the 80s mm-hmm. okay well she what, Republican. what has she said since then <laughs> right, right like, exactly <laughs> can we can we can we talk about I've today had to practice this with members of my own family you know and I think that it's 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 all fine and good if you have the kind of family where you all have really similar political beliefs and you all get along and it's all kumbaya but for a lot of us with families who have mixed political beliefs you have to like a forgive certain things or b learn how to find the humanity in what the other person is saying and i mean that even within people who identify themselves as not republicans <laughs> yeah you know yep yeah um so with uh, mini super tuesday coming up we uh we went over each state yesterday in the beans we talked about each state the recent polling in each state 
Um, but in just hours, people will start casting votes in, in six states, Mississippi, Michigan, Missouri, mm-hmm. Washington State, North Dakota, and Idaho. Mm. And I think it could all boil down to Michigan. I do, too. Um, mm-hmm. Sanders uh, thought it was so important. He skipped Mississippi to go straight to Detroit, right? Mm-hmm. Um, that's where Reverend Jesse Jackson endorsed him in a rally. Big um, endorsement. Yesterday, big endorsement for him. Biden is headed there right now mm-hmm. to appear with uh, Cory Booker and Kamala Harris, which I think that's pretty That's pretty strong. Speaking of mixed political beliefs, Rosario Dawson is uh, Cory Booker's girlfriend or was, and she was a Bernie surrogate yeah, four years Bernie, ago. Yeah. I'm like, mixed house. Yeah, <laughs> it is, right? Yeah. And we're all friends. Yeah. Um. So, yeah, they're going to be there. Uh, Biden's going to have his rally to, uh, Monday night tonight alongside of his new backers, like I said, uh, Harris and Booker, um, both of who were eliminated prior to a rule change. <laughs> um, and I'm very mad about both of them being gone. Mm-hmm. But it's really come down to whether Sanders can get the youth vote out because there's here's the voting blocks that Biden is leading in in a mm-hmm. recent poll. He's leading in Biden is leading in men, women, whites, non-whites. Whites with a college degree, whites without a college degree, 45 and up, moderate, and people making less than 50000 and people making more than 50000 hmm. uh, Sanders leads voters in under 45 and very and people who identify as liberal or very liberal mm-hmm. Democrats. Yeah. Um, that's all according to an SSRS poll from March 4th through the 7th. Uh, and now there were some other polls that I just saw coming out in Politico, but I have to laugh because they, they, put, they put Biden ahead uh, 51 to 37 in Michigan. But it does say, and I'm glad that they put it in here, but that mm-hmm. poll was conducted on landline phones okay. on a Sunday evening. Okay. So, yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, yeah, like, yeah, yeah. who do you think you're going to get? They've also apparently. You know, all those 18 to 29 year olds with their landline phones hanging around home on Sunday evening. Oh, I've literally. Answering the phone. Not had a landline phone in, in a decade. I have not either, at least. <laughs> yeah, at least. I while. think I got my cell phone. I worked for Sprint in 99. Mm hmm. No, I haven't had a landline since, except when you get a cable package yep. and they force you to get a landline because mm-hmm. otherwise it's $800 million more. Right. And I never actually put but a phone into it. That would make sense, though. You're pulling a landline, you're going to get people <laughs> yeah, over I was the like, age mm. of 60. Oh, but at least they put that in the article. Yeah. They were enough. like, oh, wow, they opened up this huge lead on folks that we called on landlines on Sunday, uh, Sunday evening. So I still don't have any sense of... What it's going to be like. I think that Bernie really, 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 really needs to win Michigan and he needs to win it well for him to have any viable path forward. Yeah. I don't know that he's going to win it well. Yeah, um, if he but, wins it, I think it'll be by a narrow margin. Mm-hmm. But he, I do think he's going to take Idaho, North Dakota, and Washington. He, I think he, I think he'll get Washington yeah. as well. Uh, if if Biden comes close in Washington, that's mm-hmm. what he hopes to do. Mm-hmm. Um, but Michigan, I think, is what it's all going to boil down to. Yeah, and I think they're Biggest both delegate. spending. De- delegate uh, hall, right? Delegate rich, and yeah. it's a very diverse state, yep. and it, it's a bellwether state too. Yeah, it is. It's also the state in the country with the highest population of Muslim Americans. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah, it is. Um, awesome. Which have, you know, almost across the board, all of the newspapers and community organizations have endorsed Bernie. Um, but, but yeah, that's really interesting because he has the highest amount of support with that community. I haven't seen those poll numbers. I have to look that yeah. up. Yeah, um, yeah, that's just something that I've, that I've seen from his campaign, but. Um, and he won it last year, or he, not last year, in 2016. But again, Biden has been surprising us. So, you know, we'll see what happens. Yeah. And I and I don't think we'll know until later tomorrow night. Um, so we might not even have those results for you in the beans tomorrow. Mm-hmm. We're probably going to have to give you those results in the Thursdays. Yep. Uh, Thursday show. Wednesday night, if you're a, mm-hmm. if you're a patron. 
Um, and speaking of that, um, we will be right back with other news stories that have flown under the radar. You're going to want to hear these. If you want these episodes ad-free, become a patron. It's three bucks a month. Everything goes towards, you know, giving health care and 401ks and um, paying people and, and doing all that. So uh, check that out. Uh, go to patreon.com slash the daily beans and stay with us. We'll be right back. Hey, everybody, it's AG, and this Helping of the Daily Beans is brought to you by Third Love, the makers of my all-time favorite bras. Third Love has created the most comfortable bra I've ever worn. It's all I have now. All my bras are Third Love. Um, they're tailored to perfectly fit my individual body shape and breast size, too. Uh, many women, including myself, fall in between cup sizes, which makes it really hard to find the right fit. But Third Love is an industry leader with 80 bra sizes, including their signature half-cup sizes, so you can find the perfect fit just for you. Uh, just check out their Fit Finder quiz online in just a minute. I was able to find out the exact bra designed to fit me. Third Love uses your info plus data from millions of women who've already taken the quiz, factoring in cup size and breast shape uh, to find the perfect bra for you. And every Third Love bra is made with lightweight, super thin memory foam cups that mold to your shape. Those are proprietary to Third Love. They have no slip straps, so they don't dig or sli- you know slip off, and, and they're very smooth. And then they have a, an itch-free band, printed label right on the thing, so there's no scratchy tag. And it's all designed for the ultimate comfort. With Third Love's Perfect Fit Promise, you have 60 days to try it out, wash it, wear it, and if it's not the perfect fit for you, returns and exchanges are free and easy. And Third Love donates all their gently used bras to people in need. And so far, they've donated over $15 million in bras. So, and this is supporting charities around the country. Third Love knows there's a perfect bra for everyone. So right now, they're offering our listeners 15% off their first order. So go to thirdlove.com slash dailybeans now to find your perfect fitting bra and get 15% off your first purchase. That's thirdlove, T-H-I-R-D, love.com slash dailybeans for 15% off today. All right, everybody, welcome back. So do you remember, I think you were here a few Mm -hmm. months ago, when we reported on that nonprofit pro-Trump group that was handing out stacks of cash to black voters in Cleveland? I don't remember, but wow. (laughs) Oh, shit. Yeah. Literal stacks of cash? Yeah, just envelopes stuffed with cash. Wow. And that's not, uh, I'm not talking figuratively. Mm -hmm. Literally. Yeah. Literal XOXO, Trump. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, Well, our friends at Citizens for Responsibility of Ethics in Washington, who I mentioned earlier, Mm -hmm. known as CREW, have obtained some documents uh, that could pose a problem for that that pro-Trump nonprofit, tro-frump nonprofit. The Urban Revitalization Coalition is what it's called, Mm -hmm. URC. Um, And they hosted a $25,000 cash giveaway in Cleveland aimed at black voters last December, during which operatives literally handed stacks of cash to black voters to get them to vote for Donald Trump in 2020. Well, the uh, URC applied for its non when they when they applied for their nonprofit status, it told the IRS it would not provide funds to individuals. They also told the IRS it would not operate raffles, which it has. Mm -hmm. And it claimed it would not support or oppose a candidate for political office in any way. Uh, But that's obviously bullshit, too. Since the Cleveland event, the URC, which was founded by Trump surrogate Reverend Daryl Scott, has come under fire for its practices. Uh, They even honored um, and featured executive branch employees, including White House staffer Jerron Smith at one of their events, which violates the Hatch Act. And while uh, URC has defended its cash giveaways, (laughs) the Trump campaign disavows having any knowledge or involvement with the events. According to Crew, the Cleveland event cash giveaway was part of a nationwide strategy to hold events in black communities, quote, where they lavish praise on the president while handing out thousands of dollars. Oh, my God. <laughs> Unquote. In January, this, this, this strategy didn't go well, though, because in January... I'm shocked. 
<laughs> the Virginia Union University canceled an event, a $30,000 cash giveaway, honoring Trump on Martin Luther King Jr. Day. And following intense public scrutiny, a $50,000 cash giveaway planned in Cleveland featuring entertainer Ray J was also canceled. So URC has violated tax law by giving away money that doesn't have a charitable purpose, because you can't do that as a Mm -hmm. 501c3, and for engaging in political advocacy, which is also prohibited for a 501c3. Mm -hmm. So, and the other problem, there's more, uh, is that America First Politics, AFP, that's a Trump super PAC, actually made a $238,000 donation to URC in 2018. That could tie the Trump campaign to the nonprofit, provided there's proof that the America First PAC is breaking federal election laws by coordinating with the Trump campaign. And I I 100 percent of my beans that they are. So imagine imagine this scenario. Foreign actors, Russians, let's say let's say Saudi Arabians. Okay, sure. Let's say the Saudis uh, MBS. Uh, he uses straw donors like Sam Patton in the Mueller report who went to jail for doing this exact thing. Uh, uses straw donors to funnel foreign money into that Trump super PAC, America First, which in turn then donates that cash to URC, mm-hmm. which in turn just hands it to black voters. Mm-hmm. So that's basically MBS paying black people to vote for Trump. It's not a stretch. I know it's it sounds not, like a stretch. Not particularly. You know, but thanks to crew for exposing this as the FEC cannot investigate because Trump won't appoint commissioners and they are short people right now. They don't have a quorum, so they can't launch investigations um, into into stuff like this. So thanks to crew for looking into these things. Again, I don't have any proof that ties, mm-hmm. you know, Mohammed bin Salman to giving money to but the super these are PAC. Our to giving, beans. Yeah, you just put beans on it because it's probably real. And speaking of our friends at Crew, they are also requesting documents from the CDC Mm. on coronavirus and the stock market. They are specifically looking for proof that Trump pressured the CDC to stifle information about the spread of coronavirus to boost the stock market or prevent it from tanking. Uh, And I know that Crew is also, they also have an open investigation into, you remember the tariff trade wars and everything Trump does and Mm -hmm. then the market tanks and then Mm -hmm. it comes back up. They're also looking into, you know, Trump's portfolios, trustees, family members and friends and how their investments panned out. Mm -hmm. um, Why is he trying to manipulate it like that? Mm -hmm. What's he benefiting? Yeah. Is there insider trading, basically? Um, Securities Exchange Commission can look into that, which is in New York. So I hope they Mm -hmm. are. They still have some pull. And and they're independent. They're not like under Bill Barr or anything. Yeah. All right. Well, uh, so that is what's going on with crew. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> what's going on with the 501c3s. Trump is banned, by the way, from operating a, f- a-, a charity. And, That's right. And yeah. For good, and so, is, so are his kids. Mm-hmm. Yeah. What was the charity that we talked about it on the show a couple, a couple months ago? Um, the, he had to pay. What was the fine he had to pay? It was pretty big. Oh, well, the Trump Foundation, yeah. they had to take all the money that they made and, and uh, Tish James. Give it to sick kids. Tish James split it up among six charities. Yeah. Real yeah. charities, she says. Charities. Actual charities that do, that benefit people. Yeah, we really elected the right man to office banned from having a charity. Yeah, and his children can't operate a charity either because they're such fraudsters. Cool, cool. And so, you know, you wonder why this, uh, his friend, mm-hmm. Reverend Daryl Scott, opened up a 501c3, lied to the IRS about to get it open. And then starts handing out cash mm-hmm. to, to get people to vote for Trump, to buy votes. Uh, of course, Trump can't do this himself. He's banned from running charities. So here we are. Of course, I think, I don't know if this one's in Cleveland or not. He could do it in another city. Yeah. 
but to 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 imagine that they don't communicate at all doubtful yeah seriously seriously doubtful <laughs> very hatch act oh yeah much law break yes <laughs> um all right. Well, that's that. So uh, we'll be right back. Uh, we have good news. We have oh, some good news. I today. do. I do have yeah. some listener good news. And I have some good news as well. Love so it. we have a good, good news block. Good squared. Or good times two to be extra good. Technically, mathematically <laughs> right. Uh, all right. We'll be right back. Stay with us. <laughs> Hey, everybody. This portion of the Daily Beans is brought to you by Laurel Springs. In this modern dynamic society, today's students need education alternatives that are flexible enough to work with their complex and busy schedules. And that's where Laurel Springs comes in. Laurel Springs is an accredited online private school for students in kindergarten through 12th grade. Laurel Springs recognizes that each child is a unique individual with their own personal interests, special talents, and unique learning style. And their flexible learning program offers challenging and diverse elective courses in an online format that allows students to optimize their routines. So they have more time to focus on the things that they love. Laurel Springs is accredited by the Western Association of Schools and Colleges and Advance Ed, which means their transcripts are recognized by colleges and universities worldwide. Uh, I love how accommodating the Laurel Springs online program is. The user interface is very friendly and adaptable, and it's designed for students who wish to grow and excel academically and personally while maintaining their flexible schedules. Their personalized approach is competency-based and asynchronous, meaning students have the opportunity to progress through the material at a pace that honors their skills and knowledge. This approach also allows students to adapt their schedules to coordinate with outside interests. And they also offer rolling enrollment, which allows students to begin work at any time of the year. Laurel Springs is available to provide a comprehensive academic experience with a flexible approach designed to find the optimal path to prepare today's modern students for success. Register your child at laurelsprings.com slash dailybeans today and receive a waived registration fee. That's laurelsprings.com slash dailybeans for your waived registration fee. Once again, laurelsprings.com slash dailybeans. All right, I got some quick good news stories from the public, um, you know, the news news. Mm-hmm. Uh, Joni Ernst, the Republican senator from Iowa, who's just a chaunch, uh, she has yes. seen her approval rating dive 10 points from a year ago. It's gone from 57 to 47. 41% say they would definitely vote for her again, with 31 saying they would definitely vote for someone else, and 20% saying they could consider voting for someone else. Uh, Ernst is up for re-election in November, so go get her, Iowa. Uh, And from the Seattle Times, Bill Gates, the Bill and Melinda Gates Foundation, has funded a project that will begin offering home testing kits for the coronavirus in the Seattle area. Mm -hmm. Results will be available in one or two days, and it'll be shared with local health officials who will notify those who test positive. So they're doing the analytics, too. The goal is to be able to process thousands of tests per day and get all the follow-up and analytical data to the CDC. It's not clear when the program will launch, uh, but the new effort aims to leverage the massive resources and expertise of the Bill and Melinda Gates Foundation, which is known for fighting disease and epidemics around the globe. I think Hmm. they single-handedly eradicated malaria in a, a few places. Um, they are committing $5 million for coronavirus response just in the Seattle area, and, and much of that will go to the expanding testing, testing and analysis. The Seattle area could see 12,000 new cases of coronavirus by the end of March. Yeah, that's one of the hardest hit cities in the U.S., isn't it? It is. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. And I, I happen to think, and I have no proof of this, but mm-hmm. I think that the blue states are having more cases because we're the ones who are developing our own tests and doing some shit about it. Yeah. Or maybe traveling more also. That could be too. You know, coastal. Yep. I don't know. We do travel a lot and we get a lot of tourism. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Definitely. Yeah. 
Yeah. Uh, how many deaths in California now? Only a couple, right? 11? Yeah. Yeah. It's funny. I it I don't... It's I've been kind of just existing as normal in Me San too. Diego. Same. Yeah. My gym's not closed. But... I have I, toilet paper. Yeah. But I, I haven't been changing anything else about my lifestyle yet. Uh, but will I have more cases come to San Diego? Maybe. I'm touching my face right now. I yeah. <laughs> Don't touch your face. Very bad about that. Very bad. I need to change. You never realize how much you touch your face until you aren't allowed to touch your face. Seriously. Um, and this is cool. Virginia is killing it lately. The Virginia State House and Senate, which are now both controlled by Democrats, have voted to pass a law that would undo existing protections for Confederate monuments, according to the Associated Press. This would roll back a longstanding law that blocks the removal of public war memorials that has served as a roadblock for those wanting to remove Confederate monuments in their communities since before the Unite the Right rally in Charlottesville. The bill has been met with <gasps> opposition from Republicans who used to block a similar legislation when they were in charge, but elections have consequences, motherfuckers, so take a seat. And Trader Joe's is among the first companies to temporarily change its sick leave policy in light of coronavirus to encourage employees to stay home if they're sick. All employees, regardless of their tenure and regardless of their full-time or part-time status, will be paid for time off. Yeah. it's. I also was seeing um, a bunch of tweets from people saying companies for the first time are also looking, com- not companies like Trader Joe's, but companies where employees could work remotely. They're having to like look at these policies for the first time. And a lot of disabled folks have been like, could you have done this before now? Yeah, that's me. Yeah, you know, I've applied for telework a million times because of PTS and anxiety. Yeah. Like, nope, it's not possible. Yeah. But now that this is happening, they're like, maybe we can make, you know, it is possible. It is possible to introduce more flexibility and not just for disabled people, but for for working families, for parents. You know, we need more flexibility. We need more paid sick leave. And it shouldn't take a pandemic to get people to look at these policies. Yeah. Just saying. Because then people would not feel nervous to come in. If these policies were in place to begin with, people wouldn't be stressed about not coming in for a couple of days. Yeah. Anyway. When I write my book, I'll tell you all about the discrimination I faced. Mm-hmm. Uh, all right. Time for a little schadenfreude. Schadenfreude. Okay. Uh, so Matt Gates, who earlier last week mocked the coronavirus pandemic by tweeting a picture of himself in a gas mask as a way to ridicule people who were concerned about it, has now self-quarantined because he too has come in contact with CPAC patient zero. And for some more fun, Gates just got off Air Force One with Trump a few hours ago, flying back to Washington, D.C. from Mar-a-Lago. So that has now four people who have come in direct contact with the CPAC patient that touched Trump in the last few days. Of course, I do not wish illness on anyone. Pause for sincerity. Kellyanne Conway says not to worry. Trump is a hand washer. Trump is melting down over all this, saying he thinks journalists on Air Force One are purposefully contracting the coronavirus to give it to him. Oh, my God. That is the most ridiculous shit I've ever heard in my life. That is paranoia. All right. Now, you have some great good I, news stories from, from our listeners. God, it's so bad shit crazy. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Cool. You're right, though. Virginia is killing it. Because yes. we had a good news story the other day about Virginia, which was that they increased their minimum wage to 12 bucks an hour. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, you also just, the thing that you just mentioned, but also we just got a note from a listener saying that Virginia passed a bill to cap insulin prices at 50 bucks a month. Oh, and that's yeah. one of the lowest, I think, if not the lowest in the country, the, the lowest cap in the country. So Virginia is fucking kicking ass right now. So thank you to Kelly James for sending us that comment in yes. our um, patron Facebook group. And thanks to the blue tsunami in 2018 yeah. for flipping those houses. Fuck Yeah. <laughs> Virginia's killing it right now. So a couple other notes here. This is from Veronica Wilder. 
Um, and excuse my voice today, you guys. I'm kind of, I have a little cold. It's not, it's not the coronavirus, but I do have a little cold. Um, last week, I wore my I Voted sticker to work on Super Tuesday and brought it up in conversation about voting with my coworkers. I got to talking with one of my coworkers who told me that she has never voted before in her life. And uh, we're both 23 years old. She said she felt like she couldn't vote because she wasn't very invested in the news. She said she doesn't pay attention because of all the awful things uh, Trump does and says scares her and really triggers her and she can't pay attention. Uh, I assured her that it's okay to not be fully invested in following the daily news and not liking Trump is one very good reason to vote blue. <laughs> Long story short, I helped her register on our lunch break and we plan to go to the polls together this November. Oh, I love the bring a friend. Mm -hmm. I really do. And I think that'll help her out too because of her anxiety. Mm -hmm. You know, mm -hmm. um, and hey, tell her about the Daily Beans, news with swearing. Yep. News with the, uh, you know what, I hate to say without anxiety, but you know, with anxiety coupled with laughter, so it Indeed. goes down easier. Yes, exactly. A spoonful of sugar. <laughs> a spoonful of swears. A spoonful of swears helps a the news go down. Exactly. <laughs> um, so that's great. It, adopt a voter. If you know that's someone amazing. who's like- Adopt a voter. Totally. And the thing is, I think some people, I've had conversations with folks who are like, Amanda, you know, you follow the news so closely. You must be so stressed out. You must be so anxious. And I'm like, well, I am those things even without following the news. Um, but um, but people feel like they they can't talk about things with any authority or they're not allowed to have a feeling because watching the news makes them too anxious. Yeah. And that's and you don't have to be like literally voting against Trump is enough of a reason to want to go vote. And I felt that too. Like that's a real feeling. Mm -hmm. um, like if you've ever wanted to like, if you've ever had to have a difficult conversation mm -hmm. with a friend or a breakup with somebody or mm -hmm. tell somebody that you aren't going to be able to do something mm -hmm. and you're, you have all this anxiety and this impending sense of doom because you mm -hmm. think that once you tell them, they're just going to hate you and think you're an awful person. Mm -hmm. And then you tell them and they're like, cool, no worries. Totally. And you're like, oh, and yeah. so I, that's how I feel about the news. Like once yeah. I started getting, getting into it, I was like, all right, old friend. Um, and mm -hmm. it it just becomes less yeah uh triggering over time and and that was why you know we we started this whole thing was to yeah. to, to put to inject some laughter and swearing into it so make it a little more palatable to people 100 percent. Mm -hmm. because i would see maddo though every night she wanted to say fuck so many times so many times <laughs> like let me do i'll do it for you um so from deanna johnson she says mark kelly is leading martha mcsally by five points in arizona Woo! i know so happy from Elizabeth Kramer, and our listeners are so great. I started asking for more specifically political news, and I people have not let me down. Um, not that I also don't like your personal stories, but um, during the during the primary, I'm I'm really enjoying these. Um, I just signed up to be, to become a volunteer for my local Democratic committee here in Pennsylvania. I live in a historically conservative district within the Bible Belt, quote unquote, as we call it. But we are making progress towards the left with each election. I can't wait to get involved and continue the awesome work this group has been doing. Oh, that's so great. That's rad. Um, from, Thank you. Thank you. Yeah, I love that. Our, our listeners are so awesome. From someone on Twitter whose username is at UB3RAMY. Uh, I'm lucky enough to have paid sick leave and a supportive boss, so today I'm going to be resting with a fairly mild cold. I was mixed about it, but hearing Daily Beans encourage folks not to go into work uh, made me feel a lot less, uh, a lot better and a lot less guilty. Oh, thank, that's I good. I love that's good. That. Yeah, so if you have it, here's the thing. And also coming from not America, if you have sick leave, Use your sick leave. Uh -huh. I know y'all really have trouble with like feeling like it's okay to do that, but do that. <laughs> um, from Aaron, the FDA finally banned the use of electrical shocks as behavior modification tools for disabled people. This is a huge win for the civil rights of disabled folks when we have been fighting for for literal decades. Uh, I didn't even know that was a thing still. Uh, 
you know uh, like is that a recent story yeah it's this is this is an article uh, just from this week the fda banned oh. shock device used for aggressive behavior on mentally disabled patients oh my god i didn't know they were still using shock therapy yeah and that was my whole i got a degree in, in not shock therapy but you know yeah psychology so that's a thing behavioral science uh, jesus really dude i know Fuck. uh two more quick ones here from patrick i mean that's a huge win so i'm happy about yeah, that yeah i just yeah. i'm shocked that they were st- shocked <laughs> i'm sorry <laughs> 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 oh god <laughs> that's funny uh from patrick i'm going to hell <laughs> me too dude uh from patrick fisher last saturday i attended the indiana democrats county summit in indianapolis and it was great several people or several several different panels on topics like organizing young democrats fundraising and running for office it was really informative and a lot of great networking Awesome. So Indianapolis is a great town, by the way. It's very yeah. beautiful. More fountains, I think, per square feet than any place in the universe. Hmm. Um, anyway, just a beautiful, just a beautiful area. If you've if you've never been to Indianapolis, it's really really nice. Hmm. Never been. I've never really spent a lot of time in the Midwest, to be honest. It's very clean. Hmm. Very I've fountains. I've heard that. Friendly people. Oh yeah, um, such nice people. Last one. And from my home country, this is from Adam. He says the Canadian government introduced a bill completely prohibiting conversion therapy. So I didn't realize that wasn't completely illegal already, but it's going to be soon. Yeah, I just read that in the BCB. Yeah. Good job. Love it. Yeah, that's our good news. Yeah, I also thought that it was, uh, well, at least they weren't using shock therapy. I know, right? (laughs) Dude, I'm sorry. That is great news, but holy shit, I can't believe they were still, or they hadn't banned it already. I was super shocked. They probably didn't use it much, maybe, I hope. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. But I, I'm glad they've found it. Yeah, this was just from an article from less than a week ago, March 4th. It says uh, the USDA uh, published a final rule Wednesday to ban electrical stimulation devices or ESDs used to discourage aggressive behavior or self-injury among patients with mental disabilities. The USDA or the, or uh, the FDA? Oh, the FDA. Sorry. Okay. Yeah, my bad. I, I read that wrong. Um, so, yeah. Uh, the ban referenced the sole facility still using these devices in the United States. There was only one place. In uh, the Judge Rotenberg Educational Center, or JRC, in Canton, Massachusetts. According to the FDA, between 45 and 50 individuals are still being exposed to the devices, which administer electrical shocks into the skin of patients to attempt to condition them to stop engaging in aggressive behavior. JRC in mass, huh? Yeah, so it was only wow. one one place left in the country that was doing it. But um, I guess now the FDA said, no more. You can't, use, you can't do this anymore. That's incredible. Wow. Well, thank you for all those good news stories. Those were very good. Yeah. Love those good news stories. Keep them coming. Yes, please. Um, wherever you submit your good news stories, keep doing it. Mm-hmm. Where, where are they submitting them now? I got it all over the place. We got, I, I put out, basically, I put out posts. So keep an eye on that. If you're a patron, I post both on our Patreon page and in the Facebook group. So wherever you uh, hang out. And then I also uh, do it on Twitter for non-patrons. And then I gather up my favorite stories or the most relevant ones. And then we read them on air. Cool. Hell yeah. All right. And follow us. I think we're up to 13,000 followers on Twitter at we Daily are. Beans Pod. Uh, which means we only have 7,000 more to go. And then I'm going to fly out personally and I'm going to drag the the Starburn CEO with me to come and have dinner with you and your friends. Mm-hmm. Um, I feel weird about offering that as a prize. Like, I am the prize. and But, but you know, I, what? hey. Hey. <laughs> I, I just like going out and meeting people. We're not on tour right now. So I'm just yeah. kind of looking for an excuse to totally. go and take a super cheap flight on an empty plane. Uh, unless you're in Italy. Can't mm-hmm. go there. Um, but uh, yeah, Follow us. That's all you got to do is follow us. Oh, here's um, one more for you. Oh, what? we just got a, a fresh good news story. Someone Ooh. said my mom, who used to be a Republican delegate, was on stage with Bernie Sanders at his rally in St. Louis. Uh, St. St. Louis. What is it? it? Well, you can say St. Louis, but okay. St. Louis. St. Louis. My bad. It's Louisville and St. Louis, right? 
Well, it's St. Louis. Okay. Uh, but a lot of people call it St. Louis. Gotcha. Like yeah. Meet Me in St. Louis. Okay. I've never seen that movie. It's it's Judy Garland. You should see I it. I know. I really should see it. Clang, I'm, I'm clang, a bad, clang. I'm with a bad the trolley. gay. I'm a bad gay. You're a young gay. Um, so yeah. So, You'll get there. I love that. I mean, it, look, whether it doesn't matter which Democratic candidate you're for, it, the fact that I've I've been seeing so many tweets from listeners saying my Republican mom or dad is now voting blue. I'm like, yes. Yeah, my Republican mom yes. has a whole organization going for Mark Kelly. She did Republicans for yes. Cinema. Yes. She is like, fuck this shit. Yeah, fuck Trump. Yeah. She's yeah. like, Republicans are so dumb now. She's like, this isn't what I signed yeah. up for. Hashtag reasonable former Republicans. She's like, the <laughs> whole reason I was there was small government, and they don't even know how to do that anymore, so fuck them. Socialism for the rich. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, there we go. Yep. Um, all right. Well, yep. thank you. Thank you very much for sharing those, Amanda yeah. Rita. Excited for you to uh, to record in L.A. tomorrow. Yeah, I'm excited with our guest to host. Amy. Mm-hmm. She's so fantastic. And we're going to get video of that, too. So. Sweet. Uh, any final thoughts? None for me. No? Yeah. I'm, y- y'all will hear. I won't be on the show uh, uh, on Wednesday. But I'm excited to talk about the mini Super Tuesday results when I am back. Yep. We're mm-hmm. going to do that mm-hmm. probably on the Thursday because it's going to be late late results. Mm-hmm. And we're totally. recording midday tomorrow. We have to record pretty early mm-hmm. uh, tomorrow. So a lot of that's going to – all those results are going to come show. much later. Sweet. Yeah. Um, my final thought is thank you all so much for your uh, really, really kind, benefit of the dowdy, supportive conversations about candidates. Mm-hmm. Uh, I really appreciate it. Um, I have been blocking people left and right um, on the socials. People just seem very angry right now. Uh, and you all are like giving me life. Mm-hmm. So I just really wanted to thank you for for your candor, um, for allowing uh, the differences between the hosts here on mm-hmm. the podcast for us to express our differences. I still am, don't know mm-hmm. what I'm doing yet. Mm-hmm. Uh, I was a Warren a supporter. I still am. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it's important to know she keeps her delegates um, because somebody was like, what if everybody gets coronavirus and dies? Can, can Warren be the, is it Tulsi? And I was like, nope, Warren has more candidates, or mm-hmm. Warren has more delegates, not candidates, can- delegates mm-hmm. than than Tulsi. And you get to keep your delegates when you suspend your campaign. Because somebody mm. asked once, why did they suspend it and not just end it? I think that's why. Mm. So you can get a case of situations like so that. So her delegates going, or are going to the convention? Yes. Mm. Mm-hmm. Cool. I think that's why they do that. Interesting. I could be wrong, though. Let me know. That's what corrections are for. Mm-hmm. Uh, head to MullerSheWrote.com click contact mm-hmm. select corrections build us a compliment sandwich and we'll call you out unless you ask to remain anonymous mm-hmm. same with the good news stories too yeah all right well that's it that's my final thought so everyone please take care of yourselves take care of each other take care of the planet and take care of your mental health i've been ag I've been amanda reader and them's the beans the daily beans is executive produced and directed by ag and jordan coburn and engineered and edited by Mackenzie mazell and starburns industries our marketing manager executive assistant production and social media direction is amanda reader Fact-checking and research by A.G., Jordan Coburn, and Amanda Reeder. Our music is written and performed by They Might Be Giants. Our web design and branding are by Joel Reeder with Moxie Design Studios. And our website is dailybeanspod.com.